Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Coming to you from the green mountains of Vermont, tiny little town called Lincoln. And uh, Lincoln, probably my favorite president. I love anyone who is a liberator. I love the, the whole concept, experience, belief, thought, everything around liberation is so inspiring to me. And uh, didn't know I was going to say that or think that. So let's follow that into a prayer here. Hand on our heart. We are wholeheartedly available for inspiration from the higher Holy Spirit self. We're partnering up with that higher Holy Spirit self. Taking this deep breath of love and gratitude, we are grateful and thankful that we can lay on the altar all worries and concerns, and we do right now. We offer them up. We are truly grateful and truly thankful to allow ourselves to experience the fullness of love in our hearts, in our minds. We're opening ourselves to a clearing a divine dialogue that spirit is having with itself by means of us. Yes, transcending time and space, we are the two or more gathered in the name and the nature of love for the holy purpose of cultivating trust and faith. Trust solves every problem that we think we have. So we're offering up every problem that we think we have and we're opening ourselves to Spirit's solution. We're surrendering any sense of lack or limitation. We're surrendering doubt resistance and reluctance. We open ourselves to receive the answered prayer, to know the answered prayer, and to truly share the answered prayer with our brothers and sisters, with everyone, because we're one with them. So grateful and thankful to share our healing, to be truly helpful, to have trust and faith, and to walk in the love and the light of God. We are grateful. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you. Love to pray. Love it. Restores, renews, refreshes, recalibrates, redirects. Oh, can't even imagine what my life would be like without prayer. So, the topic today is trust will solve every problem. I keep feeling this pull from spirit to go back to Lincoln. And uh, so I was saying that I'm, I've rented a house, so we'll see. I have uh, temporary quarters as a home. This house is for sale. It's owned by a friend of mine. We'll see how it goes. And um, Lincoln is a tiny little town in Vermont that I've been coming to for many years. Uh, And I do love Lincoln, the president. He was that liberator. I can remember reading books about him as a child. Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Alva Edison, Harriet Tubman. And uh, I think of them as liberators. I love the liberators. In uh, Carolyn Mace's work, she has a, a body of work that she calls, what does she call it? It's about archetypes. I don't know, maybe she calls it Entering the Castle? I can't remember. I, um, I appreciate her work on archetypes. And uh, what she brought forth is this idea that we have many archetypes and we use different archetypes in different areas of our life. And that we all share 
four archetypes, we all have the same, and then the other eight archetypes, we have 12, like uh, um, a wheel, archetype wheel, like the wheel of astrology, and you have different houses. Um, And uh, the four we have in common are the child, the prostitute, the victim, and the saboteur. And we have different unique inner children. Uh, And for me, one of my main archetypes is liberator. So I'm just naturally drawn to the liberators. And can you tell? That's why I'm a Course in Miracles student. So maybe you have that archetype of liberator. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr., Gandhi, these are my heroes, along with, and, and really, I just adore Harriet Tubman. I look forward to having her on the $20 bill. I hope that can happen soon. And uh, I know it was delayed, not going to get into politics. Everything works together for good. There are no exceptions. I am not going to start making any. And I know that trust will solve every problem. And I also love that A Course in Miracles teaches us all of our problems have already been solved. So interesting dichotomy. Trust will solve every problem. And all of our problems have already been solved. Course in Miracles' most basic teaching is that every problem we think we have is an issue of separation, belief in separation. So if we have a money problem, we feel separate from abundance and prosperity. If we have a health problem, we feel separate from our divinity. Right. Any problem, really, it's going to be that sense of separation from our divinity. If we have a relationship problem, maybe we feel separate from our beloved. But we can't be separate from our beloved. It's a perception based in separation thinking. So accept the atonement for ourselves, and then we will not experience problems anymore. And I have to say, in my own spiritual journey here uh, in Earth School, as Gary Zukov would call it, I notice that the less interested I am in separation, the less I experience having a sense of problems. And I can honestly say that the more I employ my trust and develop my faith, the more I feel there are no problems. There are just temporary experiences of lack and limitation. And all I need to do is open myself to receive and to get out of the judgments and opinions that block my receiving And the problem is no longer. It's a pretty simple formula. So when I wrote the description of what I would be sharing today, I wrote, how can we recognize Spirit's voice? How can we have the courage and strength to follow what we are being told? How do we develop the trust to not give up when we're guided towards something challenging? Uh... And I say this, I would share this week that how to develop the inner fortitude to listen to spirit's voice, feel connected and follow the inspiration we receive. So I'm going to do that. (laughs) And so as it happens, as it occurs, as God would have it in this world, We have had in the last week uh, some things occur since having written this, but Spirit's always in perfect timing. So this week we have in the United States and around the world, we have protests about the murder uh, in plain sight by the police of an innocent person person 
of color. And you could say, in a sense, we're all of color. Everybody's skin has color. (laughs) Even an albino person has color. We're all people of color, in a sense. And we've all been people of every color in our past incarnations. At least that's my experience. I... I think one of the reasons why I love the Liberators is because I do have memories of past lives being enslaved in many different guises. Uh, I think many of us who are spiritual students in this lifetime had many lifetimes in past lifetimes where we were various forms of monks and nuns and priests and priestesses and felt in some ways enslaved in an order, uh, orders of nuns and monks and priests and priestesses where we took vows of poverty, chastity, you know, etc., and silence and things where it maybe was not our choice. Maybe it was what was we were supposed to do, we had to do. Uh, many of us imprisoned for speaking out or wrongly prisoned for or or killed for our spiritual beliefs and uh, in this lifetime we've incarnated perhaps to bring all of the negative karma generated from those experiences to be brought to peace and harmony and love and joy that we can manifest our love of spirit, our love of God, in a healthy way, and now have holy relationships. Now, where in the past we didn't have trust and faith, but maybe we pretended to. Maybe we were in previous incarnations. I sure know I was uh, unhealthy religious leaders and things like that. And now we're bringing it to the healthy. We're bringing it to right-mindedness and correcting the errors of the past. And I do not believe in sin. There is no sin. There's simply different ways to learn and experience things in this world. And that's what this world is for. Of course, Miracles makes that quite clear. So it's good for us to acknowledge and accept that this is the truth of our being. Let us be grateful. Let us be grateful and thankful that we can have this experience. I know many people feel like I used to feel, which I used to feel like I hated this world. How can I get out of it? It's a mistake for me to be here. I don't want to be here. I don't like it here. And I've flipped that through releasing the judgments and opinions and placing my trust and faith in God. So I've done a lot of episodes on trust and faith and and developing trust and faith. Um, And so I'm going to focus on this topic this week of uh, developing that fortitude, that inner fortitude when we're guided towards something challenging. How do we not give up? So I think that the world's, uh, what's happening in the world right now, which is the protests and the upset and the the violence and the virus and the all the different things that are happening in this world right now, as I broadcast this, that they give us the perfect opportunity to practice and that's what we're here for Course in Miracles makes it clear that we are here to be truly helpful and we don't have to wonder what to say or do or where to go, when to go all of that will be given to us by the one who sent us so we've been sent on a mission and we will be given everything we need and our job is to trust that So that's why trust will solve every problem. Trust, as I have said so many times, is like a muscle, okay? 
So if you think of faith as being, I've never said it this way before, but if you think of faith as being like your body in which you live, your physical body, your skeletal muscular structure, okay? Trust is that muscle strength that you develop, right? So if we are not developing our muscles, if we're laying around all the time, right, being um, sedentary, not necessarily lazy, but many of us work at computers and things like that where we're sitting down, we don't have to exercise in order to um, live our life. We can go from sedentary position, sitting at a chair, at a desk, sitting on the sofa, sitting in our car, lots and lots of sitting. We can become, uh, our muscles can get way out of shape. So trust is like, developing that strong muscle that when you need to lift something, you have it. You have it. One of the things for most of my adult life, I have exercised. So I'm I'm, I'm definitely a roundy. If you look at my shape, I'm a roundy, part of the roundy family, the roundy race of people. Um, I'm just, everything about me is round. <laughs> And But I'm strong. I'm much stronger than I look because I do work out. I exercise. I have a strong core, strong arms and legs, and um, sometimes I work out more than others. But I have that strength, and I have that inner strength and fortitude that Shakespeare wrote about in Sonnet 116, 116. One of my favorites, he said, Love is not love, which alters when it alteration finds, nor bends with the remover to remove. It is an ever-fixed mark that looks on tempests and is never shaken. I just love that. It is an, Love is an ever-fixed mark that looks on tempests and is never shaken. So for me, that is what I'm interested in cultivating in my heart. That no matter what is going on, I might feel annoyed or frustrated. You know, I'm not going to deny what's coming up for healing, right? When when we've got upset, something is coming up for healing. Let's not deny it. Let's not shove it to the back, okay? Let's not make it sit in the back of the bus. Let's bring it to the front of the bus and say, what have you got to teach me? What have you got to tell me? This is my healing opportunity. It's divinely appointed. That was one of the first things I learned uh, right before I started working with A Course in Miracles. Uh, right around that same time is, oh, these upsets are me bringing the darkness to the light. Holy Spirit <clears throat> is helping me. This emotional trigger is not my curse. It is for me to help me develop trust and faith. Anytime I'm upset, annoyed, frustrated, irritated, angry, hurt, sad, feeling betrayed, anything like that, I have placed my trust and my faith in my own perceptions, my own judgments, my own opinions, which are incorrect, and that is why I feel upset. Because I am a spiritual being, I have a crystalline nature, a clear, pristine nature. If I place into my awareness and hold with my belief, my heart, and energize something that is not true, something that is false, I will feel disturbed. And I, I must remind myself of this every day because I get disturbed every day. There's just no day that I don't have an experience where I go, oh, <laughs> at the very least, okay? Now, it used to be that I would get angry, really angry, 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 uh, and feel despair every single day. I don't have that anymore. So I, I'm whittling away these false beliefs. And I do think the most effective method is just to, 
to give the whole kit and caboodle to spirit and say, take it all, it's yours. I don't need any of it. Thank you very much. I'm claiming a healing. All opinions, judgments, perceptions, and projections. Heal, please. So right now in this world where there's so much unrest, we are being called to practice much more deeply. This is the time now. This is the time right now. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, yes. So grateful. So grateful for this deep opportunity to practice. Because it will bring so much healing. We don't have to have a healing by having an eruption, right? There are other methods for healing. So, for instance, uh, if you see that you're developing some kind of thing in your body, a cough, a pain and ache, you know, some people just let it go and let it go until it becomes chronic, it becomes an issue. Same with a disturbance emotionally. Some people let it just keep festering and festering and festering. And by the way, I'm just going to let you know, I'm developing a program for healing uh, specifically focused on people who have emotional issues, depression, anxiety, fear, worry, uh, hurt, betrayal, all these kinds of upsets, because that's how I lived inside that very intense emotion, and it ran my life, and uh, I've learned how to transform that, and people who are in Masterful Living, uh, that is one of the main things that they experience in Masterful Living, my year-long course. Not everybody is willing to take a year-long course, and I get that, so I'm developing an intensive program about that, and uh, just a freedom from all that upset. So stay tuned and make sure you're in my um, database so you'll know about it because it's going to come right up here probably in July. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Later July. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm excited. Okay. So right now in the world, things are bursting, things that have been festering for a long time, and provocateurs are provoking on all sides, on all sides. So this is the moment we were born for. This is the time we were born for. So we must do our inner work and not get caught up in what's happening in the world. At the same time, we can be so, so helpful and help those who are caught up in it. But it is that thing of physician, heal thyself. Heal thyself. So let me say here, in chapter 17, such a good chapter, and this is talking about relationships. It's chapter uh, 17, section 7 which is entitled The Call for Faith here. And in paragraph 2, Jesus says to us, There is no problem in any situation that faith will not solve. There is no shift in any aspect of the problem, but will make solution impossible. Now, what what I take from that is if we're looking to shift the problem rather than solve the problem, like we're trying to manage the problem, we're trying to cope with the problem, we're looking for ways to um, figure it out, then we are actually delusional, we have forgotten that the power of God is in our mind and that we do not have to manage and cope with problems. So one of the main things I teach in my Finding from Fear boot camp in Masterful Living, managing and coping strategies are not ideal. I was in a conversation once with a life coach, uh, and other people, and the life coach was asked, what does she do? She said she helps people find managing and coping strategies to deal with their problems. And I 
when then I was asked next, well, what is it you do? And I didn't want to be disrespectful, so I didn't want to say, I help people eliminate managing and coping strategies so they can actually have a complete and total healing. And that's my thing. So let us not manage and cope with problems, because if we're in that place, we are holding in our mind that the problem cannot be solved. If that's what we're holding in our mind, what are we going to experience? Continuing to have to manage and cope with the problem. No, no strategies for managing and coping. Let us allow the problem to be solved in our mind. The Holy Spirit will make it so if we allow it. It's time for me to go to a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you are listening to A Course in Miracles. We're living the love. We're We're walking the talk right here on Unity Online Radio. And I will be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. And we're back. (laughs) So talking about trust will solve every problem that we have and that we can choose to place our trust in spirit, and if we're not, we're actually making an affirmation that's detrimental to our well-being, to our happiness, and this is the thing for us to stop doing. So if you think about, just on a very practical level, one of the things that I have found very helpful is, what is the issue? The issue is a false belief. If I think I have a problem, I have a false belief, and that's why I think I have a problem. My false belief is always predicated on believing that I am not one with God, with my brothers, my sisters, my Creator, Holy Spirit, all of life. I think I'm separate. I'm on my own. I have to figure it out. I am the solver of problems. So all my problems rest in that thought pattern. They are generated by that thought pattern. So when I experience life as a difficulty, as a problem, I can take a step back, take a breath, and say, all my problems have been solved. So I need to remember to give this problem back to the Holy Spirit, not try to solve it. That is not my job. Not my job, man. Not my job to solve problems. Not my job. Let me not do somebody else's job. Right? Sometimes people uh, can't help it. They want to make things easier for everybody. They want to control everything, so they're trying to do other people's jobs, right? No, just do your job. Let God do its job. Let the Holy Spirit do its job. We don't need to do their jobs because it's not ours to do. So we give the stinking thinking away to the Holy Spirit. Now, going back to this section, chapter 17, section 7, call for faith. There is no problem, this is paragraph 2, there is no problem in any situation that faith will not solve. There is no shift in any aspect of the problem, but will make solution impossible. So, if we start thinking that a shift in an aspect of the problem will make solution to the problem, then we are making the problem real and we are managing and coping, trying to solve it on our own. 
This is not a good strategy. That's why what I think of as release and replace. Release the thought pattern that is generating the experience of problem in form. Remember, all thought produces form at some level. So if we believe we're separate, we believe we have problems, we believe we must solve them, all thought produces form at some level, we are going to experience problems at levels, emotionally, mentally, physically. So if we don't want to have problems mentally, emotionally, physically, let's stop generating them by thinking that we have them So, And we think that we have problems because we believe we have problems, because we believe we're separate from God. That's the ultimate problem. But we're not separate from God. So the ultimate solution for every problem is available if we choose it. And that's that trust muscle that we must exercise in order to have that full faith. To me, the full faith is the full awareness. It is that accepting of the atonement for myself. That's where my full faith is. So I'm building my trust muscle in order to reveal a full faith. So now it says here, still in paragraph 2 of section 7, chapter 17, For if you shift part of the problem elsewhere, the meaning of the problem will be lost, and the solution to the problem is inherent in its meaning. So if you shift part of the problem elsewhere, so if you start thinking that, oh, the problem here is I have... um, There's there's not clear communication in love in my relationship. So I'm going to make part of the problem that we need to communicate more clearly. That's the issue. We need to sit down, have conversations, explain how we feel, what we like, what we don't like. I need to be able to say to my spouse, when you do this, I feel that, and I don't want to feel that, so I'd like you to stop doing that. That's crazy thinking. We don't feel things because other people are doing or not doing things. We feel upsets and emotions because of our belief system in lack and limitation, in separation. And we project that onto the people in our life thinking that if they would do or not do certain things, then we would be happy. Because our happiness, we believe, comes from the world and not from our unity with God and all life. Get that? It's very simple. But still, people who study the Course for years and years and years, myself included, can get caught up into thinking we're upset because somebody's doing or not doing something, and if we could just talk with them about it and tell them how we feel, they would change their behavior, and now I'd be happy. This is really spiritually immature thinking, and we're all we're all experiencing it because we share the same mind. So this is why it's so important and valuable for us to do our part. People are asking, what can they do to help in the world with all the upset and the intensity of density? What can they do to make a difference? Here's what you can do to make a difference. Take full responsibility for your feelings and stop trying to manage and cope with things. Go to the Holy Spirit for everything. Declare your willingness to be truly helpful no matter what. Exercise that trust muscle. So Jesus says here, Is it not possible that all your problems have been solved, but you have removed yourself from the solution? So the solution is remembering the unity 
of all life. But if we don't remember that, we've removed ourselves from the solution. He says, yet faith must be where something has been done and where you see it done. So we're placing our faith in the world and where things are happening or not happening. Then he goes on here about relationship. A situation is a relationship, being the joining of thoughts. If problems are perceived, it is because the thoughts are judged to be in conflict. Right? So if we have a conflict in our relationship, we it's because we're thinking different things. We're not unified. We're not on the same page. We don't have the same goals. And yeah, we see that in relationship all the time. The people don't have the same goals. But if one person in the relationship would like to have a holy relationship and puts the Holy Spirit in charge, everything that is an inner conflict is going to come up for healing. And when that happens, it does seem that the relationship is falling apart. But ultimately, it's going to be put back together correctly if we don't abandon the relationship. You know, it's very, very challenging to turn everything over to the Holy Spirit until we prove God. Once we prove God in our life, in our heart, in our mind, then we know that managing and coping with our problems is not the best path. It is not the path of solving our problems. Let's go back to the course to chapter 25, section 9, which is entitled The Justice of Heaven. So this this is so helpful to us because right now a lot of people in the world are calling for justice, right? I don't seek for justice in the world. I I truly I, I I'm putting spirit completely in charge because spirit's playing the long game. I do not know what anything is for. If you were participating in our Sundays with Spirit service, uh, Dove Fishman was the speaker uh, last week. So great, ah, oh, so great, and uh, I always love to listen to Dove share. What a great student of A Course in Miracles. And uh, this week we have Corinne Zupko. Yay! Um, I'm loving these Sundays with Spirit. Remember, you can join us. Of course, it's free. We're doing an online church service, basically. Uh, Course in Miracles oriented. So far, we've pretty much had mostly Course in Miracles people. And uh, speaking, and we have wonderful musicians. It's hard for the musicians to do the music well on Zoom, but we do the best we can. Come and join us. If you sign up, if you just have to register so we can send you the Zoom link, and um, and then you'll you'll get the Zoom link every week. So come and join us, and you can register. Um, look for it on jenniferhadley.com. You'll find Sundays with Spirit. Uh, okay. To okay, so this is chapter twenty-five, section nine, which is entitled "The Justice of Heaven." So we're talking about divine justice here. Paragraph seven. Jesus says, to give a problem to the Holy Spirit to solve for you means that you want it solved. To keep it for yourself to solve without the Holy Spirit's help is to decide it should remain unsettled, unresolved, and lasting in its power of injustice and attack. No one can be unjust to you unless you have decided first to be unjust. And then must problems rise to block your way and peace be scattered by the winds of hate. 
unless you think that all your brothers have an equal right to miracles with you. You will not claim your right to them because you were unjust to one with equal rights. Seek to deny and you will feel denied. Seek to deprive and you have been deprived. A miracle can never be received because another could receive it not. Only forgiveness offers miracles, and pardon must be just to everyone. The little problems that you keep and hide become your secret sins because you did not choose to let them be removed for you. So they gather dust and grow until they cover everything that you perceive and leave you fair to no one. Not one right do you believe you have, and bitterness with vengeance justified and mercy lost condemns you as unworthy of forgiveness. The unforgiven have no mercy to bestow upon another. That is why your sole responsibility must be to take forgiveness for yourself. This is why the foundation of every program that I offer is self-forgiveness. It is the way out. This is the way to solve all the problems. Forgive ourselves for believing we have any problems and then give all the healing responsibility to the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit do it. Don't take it back. Don't make it our problem. It's such an effective way to do things. So effective. And yet one of the things we do is we say we'd like the problem to be solved. We say we'd like it to be resolved. We say we'd like to no longer struggle with it. And yet we're not willing to do what's required in order for the problem to be dissolved, resolved, and permanently healed back to the root cause. Because we're not giving it to the Holy Spirit for healing, we are still trying to figure it out. This is the giant mistake that we make. So, all of our problems have been solved. Let us stop thinking that they're not And this is challenging because we look at the world and we think, come on, look at what's happening in this world. I'm, you know, I'm running out of money. I don't have my retirement. I've spent my retirement money. I don't know what this illness is going to require of me and on and on and on. And I can't help my children. My, my child seems to be an addict and my spouse has um, disability and my house is burning down and all these different things, all these problems in the world. And we're trying to manage and cope with them. And this is the cause of our major distress If we can keep giving it back to the Holy Spirit every time that we think we've taken it off the altar, every time that we think that we're trying to manage and cope and discover the solution, we can say, oh, I took it back. I'm giving it back to the Holy Spirit. Oops, sorry. I I made it my problem again. Giving it back. This is the affirmation of trust and faith that builds that trust muscle. Yeah, it's normal to take it off the altar and start managing and coping with it again. We've trained our minds to do this. So it's it's normal that we would keep doing it again and again and again. But, you know, might take a thousand times, might take more. Depends on our willingness to give it to the Holy Spirit to solve. But you see, the reason we don't fully give it to the Holy Spirit to solve It's not because we're stupid. It's not because we don't get it. And it's really not even because we're so entrenched in separation thinking. It's because we actually want to be the solver. We want to make sure that the problems are solved the way we want them to be solved. Because we think we know what's best for ourselves and everyone else, even though Everything in the world points to the truth that we do not know what's best 
for everyone in ourselves. This is why, to me, the antidote is to pray for the highest and best. And I'll say, you might wish to get my prayer power class, which I've just done, and it's brand new, fresh. You can get it for digital download right now. Prayer power. Learn to pray effectively. Learn to give things to the Holy Spirit and not take them off the altar. Then you can have permanent and lasting healing. It really works. So powerful to be able to really strengthen that trust muscle, to be able to leave things on the altar in the care of the Holy Spirit and to stop snatching them back, trying to understand them, looking at them all different ways. Who do I call? What do I do? Trying to figure it out instead of being truly helpful, trusting and having faith that the one who sent us will lead, guide, and direct us because that's how life is designed. That we have this wonderful intelligence that always knows the highest and best for everyone. And we can trust it. We can have faith in it if we choose. So when it feels like we're being squeezed and it feels impossible to trust the Holy Spirit, to entrust the Holy Spirit with resolving our problems. It's in part because we are so attached to what we think the solution is, but we don't know. We don't know. How can we know when we do not see through all directions of time and space and we don't know what anything is for? Right? This is what Dev and I were talking about on the weekend. This Lesson 25, I do not know what anything is for. It has helped us train our mind so well to stop thinking that we know what things are for when we do not. And yeah, this... Active practice and living A Course in Miracles develops an inner fortitude and a strength that we can look on tempests and not be shaken. Love is not love, which alters when it alteration finds. So if we place our trust and faith in spirit when it comes to something seemingly small in our judgment, Oh yeah, I've got that kind of trust and faith. Oh, but now this is a decision whether or not to have surgery. Okay, I I don't think I can put my trust and faith in God. No, I'm going to do research and talk with the doctors and all of that because I don't trust my own ability to hear the Holy Spirit leading me and guiding me. So I better figure it out. Wouldn't the wiser solution be to simply be more willing to hear the correct guidance? Wouldn't that be the ideal? Hmm. But see, we don't trust ourselves. If we do not trust ourselves, how are we going to trust the Holy Spirit? It's not going to happen. So that's it. Most people do not trust themselves because they break their word every day. They make a decision every day. They're going to do this. They're not going to do that. And then they end up not doing that and doing this. And so breaking their own word with themselves day in and day out. They say they'd like the peace of God, but then they get so upset and start attacking someone. Right? Energizing negativity. Oh, I guess I'm not trustworthy because I said I wanted the peace of God and now here I'm screaming at someone, I'm yelling at someone, I'm sobbing because of the meaning I made of things, placing my trust and faith in my own decisions. Lesson 79, let me recognize the problem so it can be solved. A problem cannot be solved if you do not know what it is. Even if it is really solved already, you will still have the problem because you will not recognize that it has been solved. This is the situation of the world. The problem of separation 
which is really the only problem, has already been solved. Yet the solution is not recognized because the problem is not recognized. Everyone in this world seems to have his own special problems, yet they are all the same and must be recognized as one if the one solution that solves them all is to be accepted. Who can see that a problem has been solved if he thinks the problem is something else? Even if he has given the answer, he cannot see its relevance. So that's the situation we're all in. So this is a wonderful affirmation. Let me recognize all my problems have been solved. Let me stop thinking I have any problems because all my problems have been solved. Let me recognize it. Let me recognize it. Let me be willing to know, to remember, and to feel that all my problems have been solved. There is no problem for me to solve. I, the way I did it was I started saying to myself, all, I gave that to spirit. I don't have any problems anymore. And that, doing that a hundred times a day will develop that fortitude. It works. Prove it. (laughs) And if you'd like to do it with me, you might like to take my Stop Playing Small online retreat. We're doing it online because we can't do it in person. And then maybe follow it up with my Finding Finding Freedom from Fear boot camp. These are the offerings I have for you in June and July. Come along with me. We've always got payment plans. We can always work it out. If you're willing to do the work, come along. So much healing is possible, and we love to do it together. I'm so grateful to share with you today. Thank you for your contributions. Thank you for your donations. Don't forget you can sign up for my free text messages at acimtext.com. All events listed at jenniferhadley.com. Let's pray. So grateful to know that we are blessed and we are a blessing. Our problems have been solved. In gratitude, we let the healing be. And so it is. Amen, amen, amen. Have a great rest of your week. Mwah.